Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back to another special emergency bonus episode of Not... (laughs) Pretty, pretty much, this is Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. And you know, we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And this time, we are... So much is happening in the world. Updates, like, minute by minute in terms of true crime. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, where do we start? Well, first of all, we need to start with, okay, everybody, we love you. And yes, we are very aware of the girl who went missing in Utah. Gabby Pimento, or I believe. I think it's not Pimento, but you're close. It is. Hold on, hold on. I got this because I did start researching it. You didn't have the time. Petito? What is it? Petito? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we are aware we are following, even if we didn't follow the last name pronunciation. Uh, But we're not Monday, but the Monday after we are going to have an episode. We're also definitely going to talk about the other two women in Moab who were murdered because um, we don't know that they're connected, but they're not not connected. I know the police are not ruling it out. And I mean, that's also why we're hesitant. We're not covering it yet, because every day there's a new story or three new stories yeah. and not like the BS fluff stories that come out with the missing. I'm like, Oh, this is fucking evidence. Yeah. Like we're getting videos of them. We're getting ties to things. It's insane. Yeah. I feel like every day there are updates. So rather than us doing an episode this week and then it being obsolete by Monday, we're just going to wait a little bit and see what develops so that hopefully it'll be more accurate by the time it comes to you guys. And then if not, we'll do just keep doing more emergency bonus episodes. It's a pyramid scheme. We are, no, tru- yeah, truly, truly, truly. Well, this one is sort of an, it's, this is an emergency bonus because one of the cases we gave a bonus on has like 900 updates, Sarah. Oh my God. 900 updates each crazier than the last. This is another one where I'm actually glad that we didn't do like any other episodes 
um, about it, even though I did post about it on our Instagram, not another true crime. So follow us there for updates. We post on the stories usually. Um, but I, I'm glad we waited on this one, too, because it did not it did not take long. And this case has truly gone off the rails off every motherfucking <laughs> rail. It is like how, how, what has happened? Of course, talk about the Murdoch's. Oh, yes. Our favorite, favorite family, the Murdoch's. So it began Labor Day weekend, which also was like another reason we didn't cover this. We were drinking. Oh, (laughs) so on September 4th, Alex Murdoch was shot in the head. And if you guys have been following closely, this part won't be new to you. But if you haven't really like this is the updates and also it's all important. So Alex Murdoch was shot in the head. He claimed that somebody drove by in a truck as he was changing his tire. And he alleged that the shooter asked if he was having car trouble and then shot him, which I got to say is not the Southern hospitality that I've heard about. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Alex survived, though. And here's what is even more interesting. The day. But I feel like I'm the Andy Dwyer meme of. This case just remained interesting for Macklin FBI really is because exactly go on. Yeah, seriously. It came out that the day before the shooting, Alex was pushed out of the family law firm. You know, the one that like has been in his family and employed generations of murders, friends with all the police, everything like that. Helped them out for decades in this area. Yeah, that law firm. They pushed him out over claims he had misappropriated Mm. funds. And he resigned that Friday, which get... I think was also the fourth. I think so. And we'll get into the third, the third, the third. Yes, that's how math works. Because <laughs> uh, is... The shooting was Saturday, the fourth. That is truly how math works. And we'll get into what he misappropriated those funds for, because, well, on top of that. So he resigned Friday. A member of the firm anonymously told The New York Times that the amount of money missing was in the millions. A so lot. we're not that's just talking lot. like, oh, you know, he took. I guess pocket change to very rich people. Like he didn't take a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? He was, he <laughs> yeah. was racket, like taking all this up. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex released a statement on Monday saying he resigned and was entering a rehab after a quote unquote long battle that got worse after Maggie and Paul were killed. His wife and son, the son that was involved in the boat incident that we covered the last episode. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The shooter was revealed. And it wasn't someone who was just uh, trying to, you know, help the tire change and then got mad at him or something like that. It was a hitman. And Sarah, who hired this hitman? Who hired this hitman? I mean, true plot twist fashion, although maybe not if you kind of saw which way this was going, but none other than Alex himself (sighs) hired the hitman. Um, on Tuesday, police said that Alex hired a former client to kill him so that his son Buster could collect the $10 million life insurance payout. The only problem with that plan, of course, was that he survived. How are you gonna <laughs> like how how do you mess, like it's so interesting? How do you mess up your own hit manning? That's it's impressive. But- um yes, Curtis Edward Smith, age 61, was the former client contracted for the killing. And um, he was arrested and charged with aggravated assault and battery and assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. And then he also admitted to being at the scene and disposing of the gun. I'm pretty sure he said that it was a he dropped in an area where Alex told him to. Dro- I, I don't know if I remember that correctly, but I know like they had everything planned out. Like you put the gun there. You shoot me. 
signed, sealed, delivered, but not. Yeah, maybe they should have planned out some shooting lessons. I mean, no, I don't want to wish. I'm not wishing no, death upon the man. Not I'm at just all, like, but it's just. Well, the plan failed, and now it's really unraveling in spectacular in fashion. So spectacular fashion. So Alex, he's not been charged yet by with anything, but his lawyer is saying he expects him to be charged with a crime, though he had nothing to do with Maggie and Paul's death. He's saying. Hmm, hmm. I don't know. And the reason he did hire a hitman was because Alex thought. That his son, Buster, who would have thought Buster would have been the one, like, kind of clear of everything in this situation so far. <laughs> right. Uh, could not collect his uh, life insurance if he were to die via suicide. That's not true. So, I mean, I don't. You- yeah, apparently that's not even the case. Yeah. Um, whoops. So uh, now they're just owning up to a lot of things. So the uh, <laughs> tire changing story also was fabricated. Were I mean, no, duh. I'm assuming you didn't pop a tire to plan out this whole <laughs> thing with this. Yeah. And now state police are opening up a criminal inquiry into the case of the missing funds. Uh, So just like where all this money went from, I'm not sure if they're calling it embezzlement, not sure what, but the missing money from the law firm. So let's see some charges from that as well coming through. Uh, Alex's attorney is claiming that he took the money from clients in the firm to pay for painkillers. Which... I don't know about that because the man took millions of dollars. Like, how... I. I know that the healthcare system is fucked up, but how much is a bottle of Oxy? Exactly. And also if you're like, and I mean, cause I'm pretty sure, cause I don't, I'm not sure if we said, but the man who he hired as a hitman was his drug dealer or alleged yes. drug dealer. So he knew the person. So I'm sure he got, you know what I mean? Like it's like, he had a, I don't, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, I, a, re- yeah. a reliable source of to constantly get the things from. So it's not like he had to like pay extra for that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how like the illicit pill market works. I'm sure this is not going through insurance, but illicit pills also millions. That needs to be, yeah, that's insane. No, like you're buying other stuff with that embezzled money from your family law firm. Also big Tom Girardi oh, energy. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, also cause you're, that money is used to buy things, buy, pe- you know what I mean? Like silence people, like pay people to be quiet about things that they might know. Um, that could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, his law license, not shockingly, was suspended. And to top it all off, he did turn himself in today. Yes. So, And also, his legal team does expect him to face charges related to conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. You know, who knows if there will be other charges, I assume. Mm-hmm. And there is some. there are some other updates about just the larger Murdoch Cinematic Universe, as I'm calling <laughs> MCU. it. MCU. <laughs> the real MCU. So if you guys remember the SLED, which is the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, they announced it, they're opening a criminal investigation into the death of Gloria Satterfield, who was the housekeeper who fell on the property in a slip and fall accident and died. And there was this whole like lawsuit with, where the insurance company was like, this is the second time someone has died here. Mm-hmm. Like we're not paying for this. And so there was a whole like lawsuit. Um, Interestingly about that was Gloria's death at the time was not reported to the coroner Hmm. and her death also was listed as natural causes, which is not consistent with dying as a result from injuries from a slip and fall. So they are taking a look again and we will see what happens. We will see what happens. I can only assume at the the pace that this 
case is going. We'll have more answers by the time this episode is out already. You know what I mean? Like, like it's true. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Alex's troubles, I think, are just beginning because also on Wednesday, the Satterfield family filed a lawsuit accusing him and other people of breach of fiduciary duty because basically they failed to pay them as part of a wrongful death mm-hmm. settlement, which I think had to do with the insurance battle. Because the insurance company was like, we're not paying for this. <laughs> Fair. But I mean, that's the latest in the Murdoch saga. Um, I will say this really um, casts for me. It casts a new light on Al. Uh, sorry, Paul and Maggie's murders. Uh-huh. Uh, here's my theory. This is my personal opinion. Actually, though, I don't think they're going to have money to sue me for defamation. But <laughs> in any case, it's still my opinion. Um I don't think that those millions of dollars is just an oxycodone addiction. No. Um, I I don't know. My mind immediately went to like gambling addiction or just like some other like, I don't know, or he needs to pay people off or like some kind That's of. That's what my head is kind of leading to where I'm like, I don't know what or also because how his son got kind of off the hook. You know, what I mean, there's a lot. I feel like there's could be a lot of. That's true. Money being used to quiet people to kind of get their way and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I I don't you know, I have to wonder if he paid someone to kill his family for insurance money. As terrible as that is, I'm like, you were already prepared to kill yourself for money. Yeah. you know, And your family members also were shot on your property. So that's some truth. I don't know. What do you think? I I know it's always you can you never. I feel like I'm always like, oh my God, no one would ever want to like kill their <coughs> wife and child. But then I'm like, that is we true. do a true crime podcast where we see that happen time and time again. <laughs> and especially now knowing that he was battling, like, I don't even know what. I feel there's so much stuff we don't know about him still, who he deals with. I'm sure if he had one guy to be a hitman, he knows a lot of other people that might have just also been, who knows who he interacted with a lot. So I could see him tangentially or, uh, point blankly being responsible for his uh, wife and Alex. Anything could happen. Although I will say he botched this hit attempt. So true. He's not, not sure. He might not be able as smart as we think he uh, is. And I don't think he's actually that smart. So I don't know. There's a lot of fears I have. I don't want to put them all in the universe, Um, but I don't know. It's, it's really, really crazy. and it's like I'm like the housekeeper now I'm like every time there's someone new that gets pulled into this to tries to get where I'm like what happened with her yeah you know right I just cannot wait HBO I know you guys have to be working on something right like I can't wait I know it really needs I don't want to doc I want this to be like a mini series I don't want it to be a documentary yeah I mean listen I would watch the shit out of the documentary but it can't be like a Tiger King thing where we have a great documentary and then we're obsessed with it and then six months later, nobody cares. And then there's like five fictional adaptations. Like I would watch both the documentary and then oh. a fictionalized like succession murder-esque yes. adaptation. Well, to me, those just kind of go together like chips and guac. You know what I mean? I would have both. <laughs> I've eaten both one-on-one, but I would love both together. So we'll take it. Yeah, I, I definitely can't wait to watch mm-hmm. this. Wh- whatever form this gets adapted <laughs> into a new medium. Please, thank you. Yes. And also listen to the Murdoch Murders podcast if you need like oh, more updates are... more regularly than we're giving up. Literally. 
In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So that's that's one piece of update news. Here's another one that I just find personally hilarious. So the Elizabeth Holmes trial is going on and it is a complete circus. <laughs> just just like start to finish total circus. Um, recently, kind of before the trial started, reports came out about Elizabeth's defense. So First off, she is supposedly planning to accuse her ex-boyfriend and former business partner, Sonny Balwani, of abuse Mm -hmm. and basically claim that he was kind of the mastermind and he manipulated, manipulated and coerced her into like, you know, doing all the shit that she allegedly did. Um, But she's also now planning to claim that although Theranos failed, failure is not fraud. I mean... That is just truly next level. I get where she's going with it or trying to go with it, but I don't think, baby, you weren't saying it was a failure then. Yeah, like, I do feel everything related to Silicon Valley is a bit of a fraud. Oh, oh without a <laughs> shadow of a doubt. <laughs> Especially when you're talking about like company valuations, like that's all just fictional made up numbers. I mean, yeah, yes, finance bros, it's like based in data and projections and blah, 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 but like, whatever. But at the same time, you know, I listened to the Dropout podcast. The company was firing people who were trying to whistleblow and trying to inform them that the product didn't work. Exactly. And that's so once you engage in like a cover up, I'm kind of like, you didn't just fail. You, that's, you did not fail. You scammed, baby girl. You scammed and you got caught. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. That's just how that works. You did. You did. So this is like my my favorite update ever. It's hilarious. Um, and it's very weird. So like, apparently there was this concerned citizen who was present during jury selection who like sat, you know, next to the members of the press and was like talking to them. And he told them that his name was Hanson and he was super chatty with journalists. And he said he fixes up cars for old cars for a living. And yeah, interesting. And said, quote, Elizabeth and I are the only two people not being paid to be here. And he kind of told these journalists that he was acting as a sort of media watchdog, like sure. Random man with no like, you know, presumable power. Sure. Yeah. Like that's not really what, like who, no one needs you here. Also. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess any stranger off the street can be a watchdog, but like if you spot something, who's going to listen to you? And also it's like, what, what is making you a watchdog in this court? Case? Like everyone's watch. you know what I mean? Like it's not, I, yeah. you're not undercover at Thernos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> it is insane and all. So yeah, all the reporters were kind of like, who are you really? Cause it wasn't adding up. And we're talking about like, he said his name was Hanson, but his Starbucks cup had a different name in his defense. That happens. I mean, so this is like a bit of a spoiler, but, um, ah, shoot. I, I, I didn't write down his actual name. I think it's like Billy. So the Starbucks name said Billy. I mean, again, Starbucks would do something like that, but, but it wasn't like it said Harold. No, it was Oh yeah. It wasn't like when you get like, um, like Pam and they write Anne, you know what I mean? Like it's like there's yes, not it's exactly. a night and day situation. Uh he also was wearing Ferragamo shoes to the trial, which I mean <laughs> I, I don't know how much old cars like maybe there's a lot of money in that, but those are nice shoes. So of course these are journalists who are waiting for this trial to start and getting some scoops. So they caught him. Uh so like he turned out to be Sarah, who did he turn out to be? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just love this because like you who are you trying to fool? You're trying to fool a bunch of journalists. This is their job. It's to like uncover shit and report on you. Uh-huh. So this the so-called concerned citizen turned out to be Elizabeth Elizabeth's father-in-law. <laughs> Next fucking level. Who I'm sure like is Getty image of you know what I mean? I'm sure she's been at family of you know what I mean? Like yeah, I think because of like the mask, you couldn't necessarily True. tell. But then but then when the trial started, he like walked in the courtroom with Elizabeth and like the family in a suit, like the Ferragamo mm-hmm. shoes. And they were like, that's the I would guy. Have liked if like, she was just like, hi, dad. <laughs> hi, dad. Yeah. Hi, dad. How well, are I'm, you? I'm dying. I, I need her to take the stand because I am dying to hear if she Ooh. still goes with the baritone voice well it's so funny because she's fucked regardless because that is didn't she like that was like she did that voice for to be like powerful and stuff like that yeah so i don't know and that's not going to be sympathetic to a jury no. so the, then also be like hello is she gonna is she gonna try to go the complete opposite and be like i just like and like whisper because then everyone's gonna be like okay we now know your games girl we know you're mm. doing this that's so true she might yeah i don't know she might have to get duolingo and like just like do it in a different language to kind of like confuse everybody i have no clue what she's gonna do (laughs) try a british accent why not i don't know she's just kira knightley i don't (laughs) or bridget jones (laughs) she's like damned if she does damned if she doesn't truly so Um, this is just overall uh tip guys don't don't fraud health (laughs) no no what's what's like so funny to me is just like Basically, when he got caught by the reporters, oh, like my God. when they called him on it, he just ran to the men's bathroom and like hid there. A safe place. And yeah. And then um, when the NPR reporter called him to ask him about it, he said he had no memory of sitting next to that same reporter for seven hours. You're going to which like, all right, Shaggy, <laughs> like it wasn't me. <laughs> He's like, I know I'm uh, Mrs. Iglesias. We know it was you. And then um, when they asked him about the fake name, he said, people have nicknames and you can be free to use them. On that note, I'll say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Uh, I love that. I mean, honestly, like, I feel like Elizabeth married into the right family here. But perfect for her. 
But at the same time, like he sucked at that scam. He's really because their family does hotels and stuff like that. They should just really stick with that. Like that's a much yeah. easier. I'm sure they just scam like upcharging randomly in the receipt that you don't read from the hotel. I was gonna say scam you charging like you know five hundred dollars if you open one thing in the mini oh, bar. The fucking sensor mini bars. I don't know if those still exist. Those were, I don't also don't know if they were real or my family just told me that's why I wouldn't do that. But if you touched a Diet Coke, it automatically paid for it or something like that. Oh my God. I don't know if that was real or I a think scam. Maybe they were just trying you. to make me eat less, which is fine. I can talk about that at a later date at a different time. <laughs> I mean, but that was definitely more effective of a scam than this guy's. Tr- honestly, scam. and it has the wherewithal. I still am afraid of mini bars. See? Had longevity. Oh. <laughs> so uh, that is kind of insane. And now. We have a final update. I I mean, here's, because I mean, I feel because we have the true crime group, not in the true crime group. And whenever we post, because one of the questions is like, what case keeps you up at night? Or do you want the answers to? This case is like one of the most popular answers on that. And rightfully so, yes. because it is very fascinating. So Maura Murray, there's a potential update. So on Monday, <clears throat> New Hampshire State Police announced human bone fragments were found around or on Loon Mountain in Lincoln, New Hampshire, which is about 25 miles north from North Haverville, where Mora went missing along Route 112. So investigators and both, and the Murrays are also awaiting the testing and the bones are found at a construction site. So, I mean, there's no total clarity yet type of thing, but Mora's sister, Julie, says the family has known about the discovery for a while, actually. She told WBZ-TV that, quote-unquote, my family has experienced these type of situations before. But this one does feel a little bit different because of the proximity to where Mora's car was found. Julie also said Mora had been to Loom before and was familiar with the area, so kind of links her more so than just kind of like a random patch of place that she has no ties to. There's just, you know, gets a little bit uh, more on. And she said early on in the investigation, some people in Loom were questioned by the police. So... While this does seem potentially closure-y, uh, the fragments were on the smaller side, so don't totally, the answers will take a while. Don't get your hopes up for immediate answers, and the testing allegedly could take multiple months. Yes, yeah, so that's just something to keep on the radar. Oh, Who knows? I did listen to a reel that said, I mean, listen, the article that I read, which I've linked in the episode notes, um, said that it was found about 25 miles from the area in which she went missing. Okay. But I, I listened to this reel that said it was found like a hundred miles from the spot of where she went missing, which is pretty far to me. Like who knows? That it, yeah. And then also, but I mean, then that, cause we don't, but it's a reel. So I'm, you know, reels aren't with real guys. Reels might not be real. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> How can reels be real if our eyes aren't real or whatever Ooh. that Jaden Smith tweet is? Oh my, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Get him a true crime podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I feel like that's it for the updates. Lots to discuss. Yes, and like we said, we'll be covering all that Moab murder. Yeah. Ooh, that should be the name of our new podcast. Ooh, Moab murder. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot, so much is going on. So we might be plopping these bonus episodes out here and there. Kind of keep it, you know, uh, keeping up with the, the insane news cycle. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for tonight. Yeah, and just follow on Instagram, not another true crime, for more updates. Yeah, so faster. We'll be posting up there. 
Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.